What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Disclaimer, if you experience a child um, who has dealt with suicide or committed suicide or was bullied uh, and you're not ready to hear about this, please do not press play until it is appropriate. Please do not press play in a workplace over a speaker. Please do not press play around a child dealing with bullying. Um, If they are not ready to address it, please be aware of your surroundings. Thank you. And I'm going to start the show. Please listen with caution and an open ear and an open mind. Thank you. When I was a kid, I didn't ever hear about this being a thing or remember a child doing this being a common thing as an adult as a mother I'm hearing this so often and it saddens me because children deserve to live vivid happy loving lives through their childhood into teenage into their 20s and 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 discover their 30s and so on and so on and just to think that there are children between 5 years old and 16 years old who are deciding life is too heavy life is too much i have no other option i don't want to be here anymore it shouldn't happen I I don't like when I hear that it's happening. And there's so many things that people do not take heed on or prevent or notice before that happens. And we have to start paying attention. I didn't have any friends who passed away from suicide or bullying. In 2019, I did an episode on better school procedures on bullying. So I talked about this a little bit, but not in this way. But my parent thought is, what isn't being taught at home? Question mark. 
What is that child lacking at home? Question mark. Kids teasing another child um, has always been the thing. I was teased. I was teased for the longest about how big my head is, how big my forehead is. I was teased about uh, the way I would dress. I was teased about the way I said things. Um, I was teased about um, my legs. I was teased about how big my lips are. I was teased about, um, you know, my hair not being a certain way. That's normal. Kids are going to do that, okay? How are we as parents, as adults, reinforcing and preparing our children for social challenges? Jonesing, which is basically when kids or adults crack jokes on another person. It doesn't necessarily mean you don't like them. It doesn't mean you hate them. It doesn't mean you want to do something uh, malicious to them. It just means, okay, I'm going to crack a joke on you. Let me see if I make everybody laugh and you can crack a joke on me. But it is not nothing malicious, right? I've never been great at clapbacks. Clapbacks are like, how fast can you make a joke about the other person to top what they just said about you? And it used to be a lunch thing. It used to be a recess thing. Most teachers, if they see that one child is getting really offended or upset, they'll tell everyone to stop and go do something else. But now it's kind of hard because a lot of these kids have cell phones, have tablets, have iPads, they have chats on games. And it's a lot of overstimulation of communication with children who do not understand the fundamentals of this child doesn't want to play anymore. This child doesn't think that this is funny. I cannot read this other child's emotion through words I see on a screen. Okay? One child may think it's a joke. The other child may be like, oh my God, 10 people tease me about this today. This 11th one is it. I can't handle it. But then again, are parents at home teaching children how to communicate their feelings, how to be fully okay with sharing their feelings with people? Most parents aren't. Most siblings aren't. A lot of parents are um, shift parents. And when I say shift parents, one parent works an early shift when it's dark and comes home midday. So they're home with the kids and another parent leaves once that parent comes home. So maybe there there are two parents in the household, but for the more majority of it, there's only one parent throughout the week here when all the children need a parent. Okay? So some households are two-parent households, but the way that it function is very much single parent. And when I say function means, are both parents available equal time? Are both parents available to help multiple kids around the same hours? And it's very hard to be able to do that in 2023 with inflation and the cost of things and the need of where parents need to be. Unless there is a parent able to dictate their schedule and work from home around what the kids need. So for instance, for me, um, 
I'm very much a single parent in my house. Okay. Um, Anya's dad does not come here once it's it's two o'clock and she's coming home and he's ready. He's not ready to help her get out her school stuff. He's not ready to uh, make sure she has a snack. He's not ready to help her with homework. He has never helped her with homework and she's going to be 10 this month. Ever. Okay. It has always been me and, and, and I'm just used to that. Right. Ari's dad, I think one weekend or two weekends, she took home homework. And this man questioned me in my yard saying, why didn't she do this before I picked her up? Sir, I have Ari Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So if you take her and she has homework, she's six. Help her with her homework. Don't say nothing to me about her having homework. Because I'm the one here working (laughs) past six o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, taking my short breaks and helping both of them with their homework by myself. And they're both honor roll students. That's not easy. Projects, I, I do that with them. That's not easy. Getting them supplies for school, I do that with them. And when it comes to supplies that Ari may need, me and her dad split it. I'll get her shirt for the field trip, you pay for the field trip. Or you can get her shirt for the field trip, I'll pay for the field trip. Or she needs X, Y, and Z for this project, you get that, I get this. Like That's how we work. When it comes to Anya, it's all on me. That that has been my thing. So when it comes to bullying and children not feeling like they have both parents and, and they can go to both parents about a problem or they're, they're seeing the problems that are happening in the household and they don't want to say anything. They don't want to speak up. They don't want to come to their dad and be like, dad, somebody at school is doing X, Y, and Z to me. Um, maybe out of frustration, he, well, well. Did they do something? Did they touch you? Did they push you? Did you tell your teacher? And if that's the response that they're getting, they're not getting more like, well, how did that make you feel? Well, did you say to them, could you please stop? Like, you're not talking to, you're not talking to your children to think through their issues. You're bottom lining it as if there's not a process to, other options. And I think that's a that's a big chunk of a lot of kids issue today. It's not that they're looking for an answer. It's they lack the critical thinking process that needs to happen before the ad- action takes place. They lack the self-awareness and what is going on around me that I need to prepare for before I do what I'm thinking. <clears throat> and that is a problem, okay? That is a problem. So when I say, are we preparing our kids for social challenges? That's what I'm talking about. Are we preparing our kids to be in a group of friends and someone is making them feel bad or somebody is talking about their hair or their skin or their eyes or why your lips look like that or why you smell like that or why your mom wear that thing to school when she drops you off all the time or um, 
they see a kid talking about something they like and they be like, well, I think that's stupid. You know, does your child know how to speak up for someone not liking what they like or uh, dissing what they like or how do they deal with that adversity? I don't think a lot of parents are teaching their children how to deal with adversity. They're just waiting for them to come to them with a problem. And a lot of children are not going to bring you a problem that they don't know how to deal with. They're going to create a wall and a barrier to avoid talking about it because most kids do not like feeling like they can't handle something. They don't like feeling inadequate. They don't like feeling like, um, oh, I'm dumb or... Uh, I what I look like bringing this problem to my mom and she got X, Y, and Z going on. Or what I look like saying, uh, man, this is girl in class and she keeps teasing me and I'm a boy and my dad's going to think I'm a punk. Like, you have to think, like, as a kid, would you bring this to an adult? And you probably would be embarrassed and you wouldn't. So a lot of what kids are dealing with, they're quiet about. Because they don't even know how they would go about bringing it to you without them feeling stupid for bringing it up. So that's why it's really good to just prompt your kids on situations that might come up or may not come up. But whether or not it comes up, your child is prepared because y'all already had the conversation. Y'all already discussed how you would, you, you, you would go about something. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes your kids might see you out in public. Somebody's being rude at a register. They knock something off. It hits something. Your parent might say something to the person or do something to kind of resolve the situation. And your child is watching. Your child is listening. Because what you do to resolve that situation and how you go about it will be the steps that your child takes with their first bully, that your child takes with the person that's teasing them on the bus, that your child takes with the person that always has something to say about what they're eating at lunch. So that's why it's very important for parents to watch what they say, what they do, and how they handle conflict. All right. So back to jonesing. I think it's playful and and smart to teach your kids how to jones on each other. Right. But not to a point where it becomes trauma, not to a point where you're like picking at a a rock and the rock is your child and you're just picking at them, picking at them. Eventually, they're going to become a pebble, a pebble of of anger and feelings. And I feel like nothing because every day this is someone is breaking me down in my house and I have to live here and I don't have an option. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want it to be that, but jonesing on each other in a playful manner teaches your child how to handle resistance, right? It is normal for your child to have resistance because in life, as an adult, everybody doesn't like what I do. Everybody doesn't like what I say. Everybody doesn't like my podcast. Everybody doesn't listen to my podcast. And I'm not gonna demand I'm not going to demand everybody listen to it or like it. It's just what it is. People should have the space to have their own opinions about what they like. So let's talk about this child bullying stuff. Now, 
Y'all know there's a format that I do the pod and this is so much that I want to talk about regarding child bullying. I'm going to just get into child bullying. Um, quick update. Um, I am in one piece. I am whole. I could be better. Um, I had a recent unexpected accident because what accidents are not unexpected, Chantal? Duh. Um, um, I'm doing what I need to do for that. Um, wasn't expecting it. Um, the girls are safe. The girls were not in the truck with me. I am, uh, still working. Um, still giving y'all episode clearly. <laughs> and, um, Anya's birthday is coming up. So if you guys would like to purchase merch on Cozy Womb Shop to support the podcast that will help me support options to go ahead and do something for Anya. I'm thinking about doing a podcast with her for her birthday, but I'm not sure yet. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up. Don't forget to uh, make sure someone who you think may not have family around has something or has food or, you know, just feels like someone is willing to do something nice for them um over the holidays please be safe while you're shopping over the holidays um if you're having things shipped to you use those drop off places to go pick your items up um porch pirates are going to be high and alert um this season because people are still going without what they need so they're willing to do a bit of everything um be mindful And um, let's just get into this episode because it's a lot. Kids should be protected, encouraged, and loved all the time. That's the best way to help them grow. If this isn't happening consistently from both parents, you have to bring in reinforcements. And reinforcements would be a community of people who can fill in those gaps that they're not getting from two parents and I'm talking about family I'm talking about love I'm talking about uh, elder that you know and you respect um, teachers who care about your child and just for awareness if you know a child that is dealing with bullying at school or you think a child is dealing with bullying at school um, call let them know that they can call the stop bullying now hotline which is one 800 273-8255 again stop bullying now hotline is 1-800-273-8255 and it's counseling and advice for children who are in distress dealing with the bullying right so if you know a child that might need that please share that with them children who are constantly intimidated daily and physically poked hit kicked tripped, um, pranked on, or kids that are mentally disturbed by another child is a lot to carry on top of the expectation that teachers may have at a school, principals may have at a school, parents may have on a child. So be mindful that maybe when you were a kid, bullying wasn't something big or a problem, but maybe for your child because they have a different personality, Maybe it's a problem for them. Like, don't minimize it to think, oh, I dealt with that. You'll be fine. Kids are different. And as a parent, do not dismiss your child's um, experience because of what your experience was. And I think a lot of parents need to also be preventative and learn the signs with kids 
that may be dealing with the bullying. So when I say preventative, it's like insurance. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to have an accident, but I had insurance just in case an accident happened. Because what if the person that hit me didn't have insurance? Then my insurance would have to kick in, right? But that person did have insurance and their insurance will be covering me because they were at fault. That's all preventative um, bullying is, is preventing bullying from affecting your child by saying and doing certain things so they're prepared to deal with it. So I think parents should be asking their children What do you do if you're teased at school and this person won't stop teasing you? When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and you already told the teacher and you told me what do you think your next step is you need to ask your child that because what if they're faced with that and that's what they're thinking I don't know what to do I already told the teacher I already told the bus driver I told my mom and this person keeps teasing me what are my options less anxiety would be on your child and stress and fear if your child knew how to think through if that was their situation. What do you do if someone keeps talking about you and spreading rumors or keeps taking your stuff? If you bring that to your child so then, so they can think through it now before that even happens, if it happens, they'll know how to react more efficiently because they're prepared because you already talked to them about it. But if you do not talk to your child about it, They're going to go through the fright of the situation. They're going to stall out. They're going to react instead of think and act. Okay? That's called critical thinking. Ask your child, are you scared to be around anyone at school? If so, who and why? Did they do something to you? Are they in your class? 
Did they say why they keep bothering you? Are they bothering you about a particular thing? When do you usually see this person? Do you see this person every time you go to the restroom? Do they follow you in the restroom? Do they do anything to you in the restroom? Do they follow you at your lunch? Do they follow you to class? Are they at the bus stop? Can you point them out to me? Like, let your kid know like you about that. You need all the information. Because kids want to feel supported. Kids want to feel like their protection doesn't end when they get on that bus. Their protection from you doesn't end when they get out your car. Their protection from you doesn't end um, when you have to leave to go to work. They need to carry your protection over them. The confidence you instilled in them over them like a shield when they walk through life wherever you're not. Ask your child, if someone hits you, what's next? What are you going to do? What do you think you should do? Right? If you think you are being followed, what do you think you should do? If you don't feel safe in a restroom and there's a bunch of kids around you and they're about to do something to you or you feel uncomfortable, what do you think you should do? Ask your kid those questions before they find themselves in that situation and don't know how to protect themselves through that situation. If you are at school and the janitor is, you know, cleaning the bathroom, but they're lingering in the bathroom, what do you do? Or if a teacher is hugging you and you feel uncomfortable, how are they hugging you? You know, if someone uh, keeps asking you to stay after class and you're the only one that they keep asking to stay after class, who's asking to stay after class? Why are they asking you to stay after class? How long do you stay after class? What are you doing when you stay after class? Like, listen, prepare your child. Preventative measures, okay? Signs of bullying, crying on social media, Red flag posts. A lot of these kids today make dark posts on Twitter. They make dark posts on Facebook. They make dark posts um, in any chats that are on games. They make dark posts in their uh, favorites on their group chats. Are your Is your child not eating? Is your child not sleeping? Are they having tantrums every morning right before school? Do they have stomach aches and it only happens early in the morning at school? Is there someone that might be bothering them at school? Does your child flinch when they uh, pass people or you raise your hands to go do something and they flinch like you're going to hit them? Why are you flinching? Why do you feel like somebody's going to hit you? Are they holding their head down when they pass a certain person in school? Did you notice it? Did you ask them about that? Do you notice any bruises on them, right? Are they getting any headaches more often than not? Did their eating habits change? Are their grades getting lower? Are they not wanting to participate or be on the team all of a sudden? Why do they not want to be on the team? Like there are so many things that are huge, like red lights 
for parents to stop what they're doing and pay attention to their children. But if a parent is not focused on the betterment of their child, they will miss it. I'm going to tell you more after these messages. Thank you for listening to Cozy Womb Podcast. If you're looking for me on social media, you can find me at the CZYWMB Podcast or on TikTok at Shambi Podden. If you want to go to my website, it is shambipodden.com. You can also find some journals to help podcast creators or hosts on lulu.com. If you're looking for any of these titles, here they are. The Podcast Journal the podcast questions podcasting strategy brainstorming journal and then you have the marketing the podcast one-on-one i hope they help you and back to the show here we go back to the show back to the show as parents teachers family and friends we want to combat bullying on all levels whether it's social media in person at school at the playground at a store um, if it's family if it's uh, another parent we want to combat that bullying trauma is hurtful is not needed it's immature it says more about that person who's bullying and I'll say this Usually bullies are going through their own trauma and instead of them speak up and say someone's bothering me or I feel uncomfortable or someone hurt me, they inflict their anger on someone else to feel like they're getting a one-up on someone because someone's getting a one-up on them. And bullying trauma can last into adulthood and most bullies usually become people of authority and power because they never had that or felt that for themselves as children. And if you don't want your child to grow up and become that adult, you have to pay attention to what your child may be dealing with at school, at home, with another person at the park, um, with another adult, like pay attention. Being a parent is not just having a house, um, buying their clothes, make sure they have what they need for school, feeding them, making sure they go to the park. I'm home. That's it. No, it's more than that. It's, it's that and the stuff in between those things, right? The suicide death rate has increased 48% for children, okay? And something better has to be done or it's going to grow in percentage. And we are not the only country that is dealing with child suicide. There are other countries, if you look it up and research it, there, there are other countries dealing with child suicide for different reasons, okay? There is an increase and suicide rates for children between age 5 and 11 years old. And that's sad because what life have you had at 5 years old to feel like, I can't go forward, this is it, this is too much. What life have you lived 
at seven to say, this is too much. I can't do this. What have you gone through at age eight trauma-wise to say, I can't handle this. I don't have any help. I don't feel like nobody loves me. I don't feel like I could talk to anybody. I don't know what to do. I don't want to be here anymore. What are you going through? Right? And so I think about that. And I want other parents to think about that so we can show up in a better way. Sometimes it's family problems. Sometimes it's school related. Sometimes it's sexual assault. Sometimes it's um, a learning disability that goes unseen, unknown, unheard. And that child doesn't know how to explain why they don't get it or how they think. And it takes an expert to see the signs in a child and how they take in information to say, okay, you know what? This child doesn't have a behavioral problem. This child is just dyslexic. Or this child doesn't have a behavioral problem. This child has this, has that. Right? And some kids, because no one sees their learning disability, they label them too fast, too quick. And those kids think that they're dumb or there's something wrong with them. And they become jealous of the kids that just seem normal, seem together. When and all it is, is they probably learn differently. So um, it was, I think, I went, I took Anya to Barnes & Noble like a week ago. And I saw um, a book called The Confidence Code for Girls. And it's a book and it's a journal. Um, they're sold separately. But I was thinking about getting it for her. Um, that might be my gift for her for her birthday. Um, just to help her because I know she feels, um, lopsided in the fact that her dad is not as involved as I am and her dad is not as involved as Ari's dad. And I just want her to have a resource, a tool that she can read and work through herself to help her build that confidence because I feel like her personality, she looks for the okay from other people to continue doing what she wants to do and people who look for the okay the say so and the what should I do now what do you want me to do in other people they usually get used um they they get manipulated by people and they get taken advantage of and I don't want her to be that person I don't want her to fall into this constant rotation of having friends friends using you lose friends having friends friends use you lose friends like I don't want her to fall into that so I have to start building her confidence now I can't you know make her dad be a great father if he doesn't want to be a great father I can't make him show up how he needs to show up if he doesn't want to show up so I have to do my best to make sure my friends that I have are good for her Uh, My family that I have her around is good for her. Uh, The things that I let her see are good for her. Uh, How I treat people that she can hear and how I talk to people on the phone, it's it's, it's giving her insight on how to help people, how to treat people. Um, There's also a book for boys that was interesting called Boys Will Be Human by Justin Baldoni. And uh, if I had a son, I would get him that. But I don't know any young boy that's dealing with 
um, confidence or or not knowing how to uh, deal with their feelings to get them that book. But I think it's a great book if you have a son. And um, I just, as a parent, I think it's not fair to automatically assume or think teachers will be able to give your child all the confidence that they need to be great. That's too much. These kids, these these teachers have so much to go over and do in the uh, 6.5 hours or 7.5 hours that they have your kids that putting the, oh yeah, teach them this, this, and this, and this, and make sure you give them confidence and make sure they have fun. That's a lot, okay? So that confidence, that um, support, that feeling of being loved and encouraged, it has to start at home. You got to make time for it at home. You got to do the family games at home. You got to teach your child that it's okay to lose at home. It's okay to win at home. It's okay to share at home. It's okay to um, not get what you want when you want it at home. So when they go out into the world, they're not shocked. They're not appalled. They're not taken back that it didn't work out in their favor. Because I'm going to tell you right now, at 36... Life does not always work out in my favor. But I had to learn to stop stressing about things I cannot control and things I was not allowed to prepare for. But I can always learn from them. And that is the most important part. Being open to learning from something you did not know, should have done better, and could have done better. Right, And so if you become that teacher for your child, your child is going to be better off. I'm not pro-child bullying at all. I would never encourage any of my children to go to school and tease any child. I talk to them all all the time and I tell them, hey, y'all go into school at different times. And when I say that, I mean kids now cannot take a joke. Kids now cannot handle um, someone constantly laughing at them, making fun of them, pulling pranks on them, uh, taking their things, um, them, you know, constantly wanting to play with you and you keep saying no. Sometimes, even if you don't want to play with a kid and they don't have anybody to play with, play with them one time. Play with them sometimes, you know? Color with them sometimes. Share something they might need that you have more of sometimes. Because you don't know what other people are going through. And usually people who bully other people are being bullied. People who pick on other people are being picked on. People who are jealous of other people feel like something's lacking with them and they wish they had it too. Right, so it's really just a um, a uh, passing of energy that's being passed off into another human body, and when that energy is an energy that a child does not want to carry, they usually find someone else to put it on. Right, so talk to your kids, be preventative, learn the signs. If there's a child that's being bullied or you think that's being bullied, make sure that they know that a hotline does exist. Make sure that they know. I'm sure there's like an app 
for bullying that's out there that parents could make sure that their kids have or can access. Um, Honestly, I don't see a lot of (laughs) this young generation getting on a phone call and discussing their feelings. They might want to text it. So look to see if there's an app um, that they can use. But, um, yeah, that's what I wanted to discuss today. I hope I helped somebody. I feel like I talk so much. But my name is Shan. I am the mom of the girls. And this is Cozy Womb Podcast. I've been doing this podcast since 2018. Why? Because I enjoy it. Why? Because I wish someone really told me the real in parenting and how it's not all beautiful and fluffy and flowers. It's it's rough it's unapologetic, it's um, demanding, it's uh, confusing, it can be sad at times, it can be really happy at times, it can be full of joy at times, but life is all of those things. And when you bring life into this world, as a mature adult, you want to do your best. And that's my goal. And if I'm, if a parent is listening or someone is thinking about becoming a parent or you are going to become a parent, um, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. And it's okay. Right? It's okay. Thank you for listening. Peace. Thank you for listening to Cozy Womb Podcast. My name is Shan and... Just trying to make parenting easy on y'all. Catch you next time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.